Welcome to the sermon podcast of Faith Lutheran Church in Oregon, Wisconsin, proclaiming the historic faith of Christ crucified and the promises of God that our faith clings to. For more information, visit us online at faithlutheranoregon.com. Heavenly Father, sanctify us by the truth. Your word is truth. Amen. The most surprising thing about Jesus is not that he does miracles. It's not that he's made man and humbles himself being born in a barn of a virgin. It's not that he's the king of creation. It's not even that he's God. The most surprising thing about Jesus is that Jesus, who is all of these things, comes to you. Jesus comes to you. The king, your king, comes to you. You don't go to him. Now think about that. Every other king or ruler, every other person in any kind of authority whatsoever, if you want something from them, you have to go to them. And not even directly. Uh, Maybe call and schedule an appointment a week, a month, even a year out. I know this happens with me, with doctors, and maybe you too. And, and probably then, not even directly, not even with a real secretary, a real servant, uh, but in today's world, you wouldn't even have the privilege of speaking to a real person. You'd be sent straight to AI. You'd get re- re- relegated to a computer program, program to handle, to be handled and filtered through AI. You aren't even important enough for a real-life person to spend their time talking with you. In my vocation, some of the guys I minister to at Oak Hill uh, sometimes feel like this, that they just get filtered through the system and no person really cares for them, at least no one on any kind of authority. In various ways, other people I minister to feel this as well, people less fortunate, uh, people going through uh, anxiety, depression, uh, elderly members in facilities or in their homes, not important enough for someone to come to them. But this is not the case with your Lord, with Jesus. Not only does he not hand you off to someone else, but Jesus himself comes to you. This is the message of Advent. Advent, the Latin word for coming. And in Advent, this time of coming, Uh, The church in her lectionary is not content to merely remind you of a previous coming, of when Jesus came to certain people so so very long ago on a certain night in Bethlehem. This is what makes modern Christianity so shallow, much of modern Christianity at least. Uh, Most of modern Christianity skips Advent and goes straight to Christmas, Uh, but not even then real true Christmas. It's just about remembering, about celebrating a birthday, past event. But if that's the point, well then what really is the point? Right? Christmas comes on one day a year, so you've got to make a count. You've got to work yourself off. You've got to get ready. But to what end? Jesus already came. So what? He, he did something for you. He came to you. So now you have to return the favor and do something for him. You have to work your way to him with your emotions or your works or your worship or your your mental exercise. This is the direction of 
the world, and indeed much of modern Christianity. Me to God. It's upwards. The idea is that we have to get ready. We have to do something for God. We have to get ready for Christmas, and so naturally we should be reading Luke 1 today. But we're not. For about a thousand years, the church on the first Sunday of Advent has read Matthew chapter 21. Because it's not about you coming to Jesus. Advent is about Jesus coming to you. We don't draw near to Jesus by our thoughts or emotions. Jesus draws near to us. Hear these words of the prophet. Tell the daughter of Zion, that's you. Look, your king comes to you, humble and riding on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey. These words weren't just for the people long ago in Jerusalem. They're for you, because you are Zion. You're the church, the new Jerusalem, the new Israel. Your king comes to you, to you. Not he came to you, he comes to you. Present tense, today, here, now. And did you notice his manner of coming? It wasn't full of power as a as eventual angry king might come, riding with soldiers and military to plow over everything and, and set things right. That's what he should do. In fact, he but he doesn't. In fact, he, he doesn't even enter Jerusalem by his own power at all. Not because he couldn't, but because he chooses for your sake and mine to not to. Instead, he comes lowly and gently. On a colt, he's brought. He's brought on a colt, the foal of a donkey with its mother beside it. And the apostles go ahead, have gone ahead to loose and unbind the donkeys. They go ahead of Jesus like the bridegroom's preparer or herald, as we heard last week from Matthew 25. Through this fulfillment of prophecy, Jesus shows you how he comes. He comes through means. He comes by promise. Jesus comes to you by word preached. Did you know that's why you have a pastor? Not just why you go to a church, any old church, but why you have a pastor, why you have a pastor that you call yours, and why he considers you part of his flock. You don't have a pastor to give you morals, life lessons, or to be your spiritual therapist and talk vaguely about faith, love, and God, you have a pastor to actually bring Jesus to you. Not talk about Jesus, but to bring Jesus to you. Like the donkey. That's all I am. I'm the donkey. I know that's right for jokes, but it's true. And if the focus is ever more on the donkey than on the king, Either you're at the wrong church or you need to call me to repent. If any Sunday the sermon is more entertainment than proclamation of forgiveness of sins, I'm doing it wrong. If any Sunday you're looking for entertainment more than the forgiveness of sins, you're doing it wrong. My duty, my obligation as a servant of Christ and by his authority is to bring Jesus to you. Now, did you know your pastor, whoever he may be, prepares sermons for you? Not that just he prepares sermons, 
but that they are for you. These sermons are actually for you, like a home-cooked meal. Uh, Not just for the congregation in general, but for you. Because every Sunday there is something you need to hear. Every Sunday you need to hear it. Because the content is not me or you, it's Jesus. Jesus who comes to you. Again, it's not just about Jesus. You don't just hear about Jesus. It is Jesus in word and promise. So if you miss a Sunday by choice, you actually do miss Jesus who comes here for you. Now, because Jesus actually comes to me, we should ask, like we sang in our hymn, Oh Lord, how shall I receive thee? Well, if you come over to my house for a meal, but I don't prepare, I don't clean the house or make the food, what does that show about how much I value you? Probably shows you I don't value you very much at all. I don't have a proper reverence for you. That it really is us to Jesus. Jesus comes to us, but how often do we ever have our hearts prepared We haven't swept our minds. We haven't cleaned our hearts. We haven't even thought about his visit. We haven't reconciled with our brothers or sisters with whom we are angry or upset or frustrated. We haven't repented. This is the faith that Jesus desires, repentance and faith. But even this is a gift of God and a work of God done through the word. So the question, O Lord, how shall I receive thee, becomes rather bleak, because we can't. We we actually can't. But then the, the hymn beautifully answers its own question. How can we believe in Jesus, my Lord, or come to him? We can't, but he comes to us. That's why he comes to us. You just sang... No care or effort either is needed night or day, how ye may draw him hither in your own strength and might. He comes, he comes with gladness, moved by his love alone, to calm your fear and sadness, to him they well are known. He comes not because you asked him to come. He comes freely to help and cheer you. He comes because he knows who you are and knows what you need. He comes not because of your love for him. He comes moved by his love alone for you. He comes not so you can worship or honor him. He comes to honor you. He comes comes procuring the peace of sins forgiven for all God's sons securing their heritage in heaven. He comes a king most glorious to vanquish all your foes. He comes your light of consolation to guide you safely home. Advent means Jesus comes to you. Jesus comes to you. Just as the colt brought Jesus then, still Jesus comes today through meek and humble means. He comes to you through word preached. He comes to you in water combined with the promise. And he comes to you in bread that is his body and wine that is his blood. And we recognize by faith his coming. And so, too, do we sing with those on that Palm Sunday. Hosanna, 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 blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. 
Hosanna in the highest. In the name of Jesus, who is come today for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, forevermore. Amen.